this week, you little sisters, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> what are you listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just thought we would remind you of what you clicked on. <laughs> so, this random podcast yeah. that you decided to listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so we're back this week and we have had a listener's question. Can I just say what? that I have coronavirus? No, you don't. We've already had this discussion. You have man flu. I've been in Italy. You I have man flu. flu. <laughs> Does that mean I have to put on the dressing gown of doom? And the tracksuit bombs. And I have to shuffle. No, it's either one or the other. It's either the tracksuit of doom or the the dressing gown of doom and the slippers and the shuffle and the shuffle shuffle yeah yeah and, the shuffle. Yeah. and then the, the odd uh, <laughs> you can tell we've been exposed to man flu multiple times yeah, during our life yeah yeah i'm really lucky um i don't, man flu doesn't affect this house he's actually like the opposite his arm could be hanging off and i'm like think you need to go to the doctor and he'd be like yeah i'm grand it's like <clears throat> i get the total opposite here Equally as frustrating. Oh my god, oh <laughs> my god! I actually, so you, I, I actually don't have... know how he survives man flu. <laughs> that I, you've got patient zero in your house, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, yeah. nothing to do with today's podcast. But no, anyway, no, only that we're uh, only that Europe's in the grip of the coronavirus, and we're all going to die. And we're going to have zombie apocalypse. Like, it's, it's like zombie journalism. apocalypse is happening or something. And everybody's like, oh my God, somebody coughed in the office. Quick, everybody go home. It's like, yeah, that, That's what it's Woo-hoo. like. So Fabio said to me um, that that a guy in uh, where he works. So there's about 25,000 people work yeah. where Fabio works. It's yeah. huge. But there's about 100 buildings. It's massive. It's a massive site. And he said, oh, a, a guy's been taken to a hospital in Lyon because yeah. he needs to be quarantined because he has suspected coronavirus. And I was like, okay, so what's the protocol? And he was like, what do you mean? It's like, are they giving out hand sanitizers? Like, are they giving you? Yeah, he was like mask. looking at me, got, kind of such. blinking at me going, uh, no. And I was <laughs> like, okay <laughs> but like, they're not they're not even testing people coming off planes in dublin airport i don't know how long it's gonna last like <laughs> I, I don't know either i mean the swiss police are stopping people coming from italy like you're not allowed across yeah. the border oh you're totally so, diseased if you've yeah. been in italy yeah not and looking like, at anybody in particular <laughs> and, like, and i said to fabio i cannot go to like so you know i was just saying before we started to record to record the podcast we were telling our patreons about the fact that I've been like rejected from yeah. an event that I was supposed to be hosting tomorrow night because I might have the lurch because I was in Italy and I was like I can't go back for two weeks and he was like no the 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 incubation period is two weeks so if you haven't got it by tomorrow you're yeah. good well they reckon it's longer there was a guy uh showed symptoms after three weeks don't tell me that because you know what will happen? <laughs> Psychosomatics do here. I know, yeah. <laughs> I I, like, I'm, mani- I'm manifesting the virus for you in your head. <laughs> thank you very much. You're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> it's another pleasant manifestation of anxiety is health anxiety. Every twinge is cancer. Every headache is a brain tumour. And it's like, I'm going to die. Oh, stop. I'm not. I am, if I'm going to reach over there and just give you a slap. I am neither elderly nor immunocompromised. Yeah, and actually, in my studies, 
they showed that the mice who are keto were able to fight off the flu less of them got the flu than oh. the ones who are eating carbs so we're already and that's it already yeah, super we're, we're, we're winning we are. okay everybody out there in keto land we are going to survive the zombie apocalypse we are happy days we need to organize a meetup <laughs> we need to we need to have a rendezvous spot for everybody <laughs> yeah, just come here the ski slopes will be empty we can have a bit of fun have a bit of that for a ski yeah, yeah plenty fondue. of chocolate yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. okay all, all right, right. <laughs> let's dive in before we segue any further off this cliff um we've got a question from a listener who doesn't want to be identified only told me that we can call her hot chick 65 now i don't know if she's 65 years old or she was born in 1965 who knows she's she's a mystery i'm just glad it wasn't hot chick 69 because then we would have had some questions and moving swiftly along (laughs) (laughs) okay so she says i've been on keto for a year and a half and i am trying to incorporate some intermittent fasting but i'm finding it very difficult when i get up in the morning i am ravenously hungry and i try and push my way through using things like nuts cheese and cream in my coffee how should i handle this should i try and push through or should i eat when i'm hungry what do the keto sisters do for fasting excellent question yeah um so i suppose one thing that strikes me there is that she's hungry when she wakes up in the morning um i wonder is she not getting enough fat in their meals the night before Mm-hmm. I usually you see I usually don't my, my fasting period would be from uh, the evening time after I have mm-hmm. my dinner uh, through to about half 10 quarter to 11 the next morning so it's usually um, about 14 hours that's or so not forced, right you're not pushing through no no that is that is perfectly like I wouldn't wake up at six o'clock well I don't wake up at six I wouldn't wake up at half five mm-hmm. <laughs> and go oh I'm hungry or I wouldn't kind of arrive into work and go, yeah, I'm feeling a bit peckish. Like, no, that is literally now. I don't even think about okay. it anymore. Um, it's pushed right. Th- it's not pushing through, but I just literally go right through until I hit the canteen at around. And did you have to work up to that, or is that something that developed naturally? Um, it developed mm-hmm. naturally. I kind of was trying. To, I suppose initially it was a conscious decision to try and push a fast out longer than twelve hours mm. in the morning. Because it gets um, habitual, right? So eating in the morning. It, it does get habitual because I'll come home in the evening because I don't arrive home till like just after seven o'clock in the mm-hmm. evening. Um, my I can only have us that smaller fasting window because it's um, literally when I get home in the evening, have some yeah. dinner. So then I push through to the half ten. Well, like I said, I'm not pushing through. I don't even think mm-hmm. about it anymore. It's no uh, effort. To that half ten. It's no effort because then I have that meal and that's it then till my mm-hmm. dinner in the evening. And I might have like some cheese with a cup of tea yeah. in the afternoon. So that's literally like I know we've talked about this before where we're two mm-hmm. meals a day people. Um, so you might get a little bit of a fast during the day as well. But, you know, that's literally mine is developed naturally, really, at this stage. Yeah, I am pretty much the same. I only eat when I'm hungry and sometimes that's eight o'clock in the morning sometimes that's two o'clock in the afternoon sometimes 
it, it, it can be 11 o'clock in the morning and then I don't eat again till the next day. So I think the key here is to, to, to two things. First of all, the fact that she's saying that it's an effort and she has to push through and she actually has to eat something to be able to continue. Yeah. So, yeah. So for right me, now. like as a, as a keto coach, that signals to me that there's something not right because fasting yeah. on keto should be easy enough right now. I don't want to say it should be simple for everybody because it's simply not simple for everybody. It's not. But it makes me think that maybe she's not getting enough overall calories in her diet. Yeah. And, um, you know, fasting should never be forced. Yeah. But I wonder, because she's waking up in the morning hungry, is there something she's eaten the night before that's causing cravings? I wonder, is there a hidden sugar there or something that could be causing an issue? There could be, yeah. That's something else to look at. Also, something to remember is that if you eat too much fat today you're not going to see it until tomorrow right because it, the process of digesting fat and um you know cleaving it into um the fatty acids and it goes through the lymphatic system into the liver to the hepatic vein and then it gets so it, it has a long process right so what happens is that the next day you see the effect of eating the fat Right, and if you've if you've ironically eaten too much fat, you can crave sugar and you can crave calories the next day. Right. Um, okay. So it might be. Well, maybe then. Yeah, sorry. Maybe then she's loading up on too much fat, thinking that she could get more stay yeah, and do a, it that there's way. There's a phrase that I've seen too many times on social media and in Facebook groups, and it makes my eyes bleed. It's I need to get my fats in. Oh yeah, and it's just so wrong. It's so wrong. The keto diet is twenty grams of total carbs a day, moderate protein, and fat to satiety. Now, it's been the breakdown is that people have have come up with is this um, seventy twenty ten right? So seventy percent mm-hmm. of yeah. what I eat in a day should come from fat, right? Okay. No, 70% of the calories you require in a day should come from fat. And from within that, 30% should be dietary. The rest should be coming from your body, roughly. So it's really, really hard to, if you're eating properly, it's really hard to to fill up on, on fat alone. Fat is extremely palatable. It's... Fat yeah. is actually a hyper palatable food. If you think of butter, when putting butter in your mouth with anything, with carbs, butter with carbs, so butter with bread is absolutely delicious. Butter with chicken, you know, put a melt a bit of chick butter over chicken breast. So fat, fat with protein, yeah, is highly palatable, and I can guarantee you that. If you are eating too much fat, you're 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 going to be eating too much calories anyway. Yeah. Because when you eat protein and fat together, they're very satisfying. It's extremely hard to overeat. I would challenge you to eat a kilogram of, of ribeye. It's practically impossible. However, if you slightly adjust that and add in the carbs, so if you have like um a ribeye with some vegetables you are going to overeat 
because the the act of having the carbs and the fat together make that food highly palatable so you're gonna overeat yeah um yeah but i think in this situation i think because her she's ravenously hungry in the morning she's feeling the need to have pork rinds nuts and a bit of cheese her body is crying out for calories i think so i think in this case i would suspect that you've been chronically under eating and if you've been she said she's been keto for a year and a half and has been fasting as well so if you've been chronically under eating for a year and a half i'm not surprised that you're you're ravenous and you can't fast yeah i think um with a caveat there of we don't actually know what the person has been eating so it might like that might help so we could give better advice um to see exactly you know just to kind of get an idea of what they're eating in a day or in a week you know to kind of get an overall yeah. view of what's going on but it def is definitely something not right if her body yeah, is absolutely. craving I mean food. obviously I cannot give personalized advice unless you are a private client yeah no yeah for sure oh. but there's yeah. quite a number of things that it could be um so you know it's I've, I've talked about it before on videos and, and on the podcast that if you if you chronically under eat it will get to the point where your body gets so hungry that you will you will refeed and you will gain weight I know yeah. because I've seen it happen to other ketoers who were eating one meal a day for a year, eating a big calorie deficit. And then when at a certain yeah. point, the body gets to a stage where you just need to eat. And then when you eat, you regain huge amount of weight. I almost did the same thing. I got to the point where when I, I, I was fasting practically every day, but pushing through the hunger and I was freezing cold and I completely slowed my metabolism. However, when I shifted to eating to satiety at every meal and then just waiting until I was hungry again until the next meal, which is the correct way to do fasting. Yeah. I hugely changed the way my body, um, fast. So like when I fast, I feel warm now. I don't feel cold. That's gone. Right. Okay. Because you're still burning. You're still burning fat then for fuel. Exactly. Exactly. So my metabolism has improved. So last week, um, we we ate our last meal on Thursday evening, and then I didn't eat until I think like six p.m. Yeah. The next day. So I did like 28 yeah. hours and I've never been able to do that before ever. Right. And that happened naturally. And I was able to, I got up, I went into the city, I went for the plastic surgery appointment. I went and I got a tattoo completely fasted. Now I'd say the guy probably would have had a stroke if I told him that I, w- I hadn't eaten in 24 hours. Um, but like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they what well, they actually want one of the guidelines they give you for before you get the tattoo, they email you and tell you to eat a big meal before you come. Um, because they don't want you passing out. So I'd say he, he would have had a had a stroke if if I told him that I was fasted. But the key here for me is that 
I was completely comfortable. I felt a little bit hungry, but I had a black coffee and it yeah. went away, which is normal. If you get to the point where you're actually battling that feeling, then it's it's not a good fast. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And the gas thing is, I met our brother for lunch there last mm-hmm. week. And because of the way my eating is now, I actually don't eat lunch. You know, I'd have that later mm-hmm. in the morning meal and I would have my bacon and eggs and yeah. that'll keep me going then. Your famous so, bacon and eggs. Uh, my famous bacon and eggs, yeah. One trick pony. But hey, mm-hmm. it works. Um, So when I met him for lunch, I just literally had a peppermint tea and I had brought chocolate with mm-hmm. me, my 85% chocolate with me. And he was like are you not eating anything? And I was like, no, actually, the last few times we met, I was forcing myself to eat, like, and I'm really just not going to do it now. So, because it would literally be about two hours after I've already just had breakfast. So it was just like, I was just eating for the Mm -hmm. sake of like, the last, I think the last time I met him, I got it wrapped up to go and then had it in the (laughs) evening because it was just like, no, I can't do this. So I was explaining to him my eating pattern now and he was looking at me like I was <laughs> demented. Demented. He said to me, you don't have any breakfast? And I was like, no. And we have to point out here that our brother is very, um, what do we say, uh, online shy. Yeah. He doesn't He's really, not, he, just do he does Twitter. Media. No, he does Twitter. So he doesn't really like kind of touch base with any of this or anything. So, um, I explained to him that no, uh, I don't eat until about half 10, quarter to 11. And he was like, if I didn't eat before I left the house, he said, I would die. And I'm like, no, that's what everybody thinks will happen. You won't. And he's like, no, no, I get the shakes and everything. And I was just like, I'm so glad that's not me anymore. Yeah. 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 So it's like, if he doesn't have his porridge or he doesn't have whatever he has for his breakfast, you know, probably toast or something. I don't know what it is. Um, he's literally said he would die if he didn't have his breakfast, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's but that's the way we were raised. And clearly, you know, yeah. he hasn't changed the way he eats. And no. he has no idea no. what we do. We no. do something on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just do, we, we, we do something. We, we, we sit we and do. talk. And we're sponsored <laughs> yeah. by couch companies and Primark. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. What was yeah. the other one? Oh, yes, because we we were discussing our keto sisters meetup. You know, we were talking about because we want to put it on our vision boards, right? No, we're segueing away from the question. I think we've answered it, but anyway, um, yeah, we were thinking about our our keto sisters meetups that we want to be able to do at yeah. some point in the future, and we were thinking about the most amazing venues that we could find to have like workshops and retreats and I fell head first into the world of the Four Seasons Hotel chain and it was like I was on a carpet ride I, I just I got taken away they have their own private jet yeah I that that was amazing come I could get Pick with you that. Up at your at your closest airport and fly you to exclusive. They have invite only resorts, so you can't go there. No, no, you have to be invited. Oh, you have to be invited. Like, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. lives like this? Well, listen, listen. If the zombie apocalypse happens, whether it's the vegans or whether it's the coronavirus, we'll have the world to ourselves. That's very true. That's very true. We can go anywhere we want and we will have... Well, who will mix the know, cocktails? The zombies. We'll train them. <laughs> we'll train them. <laughs> we'll housebreak them. <laughs> I like your thinking. Yeah, like listen, thinking. you know, it works. <laughs> but I think we should have our inaugural Keto Sisters meet up in Ireland. I think that that's, that's what we need to do. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere we've out west. Got a, we, we've got a loyal listenership in Ireland. We so do. All we have to do is find somebody to put us up. <laughs> this is very true. I, I, I'm going to go searching for one of these lovely places where you can... Uh, have a load of cottages and the big house will serve all the food yeah. i think that'd be or a castle <gasps> we we go oh my god there's okay, so many okay, castles okay we're right we just want to find something for our vision board yeah because we have we we want to develop keto sisters into something that is you know it it's something that is valuable for people yes so if you have a very nice place that you know of. And you're happy to put us up for free. Yeah. Send us a picture and we'll stick it on the vision board. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. Like I'm looking at my vision board right now and I've got like a beautiful golden beach with crystal clear water. And I've got the ice igloos in Finland, you know, with the... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's cold. You need to see the Northern Lights at some stage in your life, no? I know, I know. Yeah, after global warming and all the heat is gone, all the heat is up there and all the snow is gone. I'm only kidding, by the way. Hashtag kidding. (laughs) We have to caveat that hugely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's it for today's episode. Thank you very much to the lovely lady who sent in her question. If you guys out there are listening to us. Sorry, what was her name again? Hot Um, Lip? Hot lady. 65. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you, hot lady 65. Thank you, hot lady 65. <laughs> and that's it for Kiddo Sisters for this episode. Yeah, we need to be all sultry and... Uh, I think that was just more bordering on creepy there. <gasps> I don't know. Sorry. Rude. I can hear your dinner being made in the background. So I know. It's time to I know. And evening. So if you have yeah, any questions, I think it is, yeah. if anybody has any questions out there that you'd like us to answer, simply DM us on social media. You can email me. You can email ketosisters.ie at gmail.com or you can send smoke signals if you're so inclined. I mean, we're going to have to learn how to do it for the zombie apocalypse. What's an apocalypse? <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe this, maybe this is actually man flu, man flu. Oh my God, it must be catching. (laughs) Man flu apocalypse and women will be left to rule the world. Think of a better way to kick, to to end the podcast. Excellent. Okay. Okay, Until next week. Bye. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to support us, you can head on over to Patreon or alternatively, you can buy us a cup of tea by using the link in the show notes. Also, don't forget to check our blog for regular updates. So until next time, keto on, keto sisters.